As always, I'm going to start this off by telling you this is an explicit podcast. If you get offended or upset or bothered in any way, check out quick. Now, uh, I had a totally different podcast planned for tonight. For tonight. In fact, I had it almost completely fucking done. And it got interrupted. And then the editor on this fucking app fucked up and would let, would not let me complete it. So, then some shit changed. I had a conversation. And I've decided I'm going to do something different. However, I am still going to make a point of clarification. If at any point anyone listened and believed that somehow when I spoke about my girlfriend and her zen attitude that she is totally okay with people mistreating me or my son or her or anyone else for that fucking matter, you are completely fucking incorrect. She is not. She's not okay with it. What she is, is a peaceful person. She likes to solve things in a peaceful, calm way. She is a chess player in life. That's what she does. She plays chess with life. She sits and she looks at the board and she looks at every single fucking possible move. And then she chooses the most calm and calculated and perfect move before she takes a fucking step. She's peaceful and respectful and calm. That's what I mean by Zen. When she tells me to calm down, let it go, relax. She's not telling me to let it go completely. She's telling me, relax before you have a fucking heart attack or before you kill someone, before you go to jail. That is her zen. And if we were to look at it from a historical standpoint, she is Martin Luther King. I am Black Panther. I want to kill people. I want to stand up for what I fucking believe in. And I want to do it with a militia. And she wants to do it with peace and quiet and hand in the air saying, I believe in something. (laughs) She's calm. Very, very calm. And what she does is very smart. Very smart because she gets ahead. Most of the time, she gets ahead. When she really, really wants to get ahead, she gets ahead. And a lot of times, I don't. I don't have a fucking job. There's a reason I don't have a fucking job. Because I don't have that then. I don't have that ability to play chess. I cannot play chess. Because the very first customer that gets rude with me, the very first manager that gets nasty with me, I'm fucking fired that day. So... She 
literally is all of my missing puzzle pieces. I don't know if you've ever had a puzzle. I don't know if any, any of you have ever made a puzzle and you said, oh shit, I'm missing this piece. Well, I was missing that piece. And I got it. Found it. I found it in life. Not many people get to say that. I, I found my missing puzzle piece. So. That is my clarification. My wife is not okay with anyone mistreating me, my son, her, or any fucking one else. She just approaches it from a more appropriate and calm direction. Me, I I approach it from a, I'm going to need fucking bail money direction. <clears throat> now, clarification is over. Mm. I'm angry. Of course, I'm always angry. I'm always fucking angry. I'm always pissed the fuck off about something. So I don't really know if you want to call this a ramble or a complaint or bitch. We're in a dress of an issue. My girlfriend and I, we had this conversation about the last podcast that I almost completed. See, the last podcast was about powerful words, and I was going to tell my story about how my powerful word became powerful to me, and, and I was going to discuss how words become powerful to people. And, uh, Faggot, by the way, is my powerful word. My word is faggot. And uh, if you call me a faggot, I will lose my fucking mind. <sighs> that, that, that whole ordeal came up over a course of a few days. And I've been thinking about it for the last few days. So that I decided I was going to make a podcast about it. No, podcast failed. My wife and I started talking about it. And she said to me, I can't understand why it still bothers you. Because it's been 11 years. Now I realize that I have got, I have got to tell you the story because you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about because 11 years and faggot and you're confused as fuck, right? <laughs> All right, so let me give you the backstory. I joined the military 11 years ago in 2005. And I was there. I got off the bus. These motherfuckers got in my face screaming, the drill sergeants. And the minute they did, the very second they did, I said, oh, fuck, this is a job for me. <laughs> I wanted that job. That was my goal. Because who the fuck, I mean, I was a bitch anyways. Who the fuck doesn't want to just be in somebody's face screaming all day? That was the perfect job. You get paid to be a fucking bitch. That was the job. So, 
I wanted to retire as a drill sergeant. That was my goal. And so, when I got the basic training, I said, I will be the best motherfucker here. And I was. And my battle buddy, as they call it, see, they pair you up. They give you this battle buddy. You got to have one person that goes with you. If you go to the bathroom, that person goes to the bathroom. Because you can't be alone, ever. My battle buddy hated me because she was a lousy little fucking bitch that couldn't keep up. And about a week into training, drill sergeants were calling out my name, bragging about how good I was. Two weeks into training, they find one of my pictures. Me, my girlfriend, my son. It's one of those pictures. I don't know if any of you have kids or what the fuck ever, but uh, one of those pictures from Chuck E. Cheese. And at the bottom of the picture, it said, I love you. And so this bitch snatches the picture and she's passing it around the fucking room. And I'm in a room, you know, I'm in a barracks that they get. They lock the barracks down at night. I'm in a barracks locked down with 20, 20, 30 people, 20, 30 women. And these motherfuckers start screaming, oh, you a faggot. Oh, hell no, you a faggot. Because we have communal showers. You don't, in the military, when you, when you join the army, you don't get to do shit alone. When you go to shower, you shower all together. You go to bed all together. You do everything all together. Every fucking thing. So two weeks in, this bitch fucking passes that picture around and they're screaming, you a fucking faggot? Oh, hell no, you a fucking faggot? We gotta shower with a fucking faggot? And then one of the random bitches, I don't know which one, I really don't, don't have a clue which one, says, tell you what we ought to do. We ought to put our locks in our fucking socks and beat that bitch to death. That's what you do with faggots. And then you hear them all screaming, yeah, 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 that's what we should do. That's what we should do. Next thing you know, they have locks in socks and they're swinging them around in circles. Talking about how they're going to beat me to death. Well, when I'm standing there, you know, I'm looking at him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do what you gotta fucking do. If you're gonna fucking do it, do it. None of them swung the fucking socks. But then they all tell me, don't fall asleep, bitch. Don't fall asleep. We're gonna beat your ass. We're gonna beat you to death. Oh, that's something you can't just take that lightly because all it takes is one genuine bigot, one genuine person who hates gay people that decides they're going to swing that lock while you're sleeping. So I couldn't go to sleep. Or if I go to sleep and they go to swing that lock, I have no way to 
try to defend myself. <clears throat> I realize I'm in a room with 30 people. 20, 30, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't count. Uh, you know, whatever. But I have to try. And so I couldn't sleep. Night after night, I couldn't sleep. I had to stay awake. I tell the drill sergeants. Motherfucker that threatened to beat me with locks as I sleep. I don't tell them why. Because when I was in the military at the time, it was don't ask, don't tell. He asked me why. I said, I can't tell you that. All I can tell you is that they are threatening to beat me in my sleep with locks. They did nothing. They didn't even come and ask them. They didn't talk to them. They did nothing. So every single night, they had these locks, and they, they swung them in circles. And they would sit there, and they'd chant, Don't fall asleep, bitch. Don't fall asleep, bitch. Don't fall asleep, faggot. Don't fall asleep, faggot. I heard the word faggot so many times. I can't even count how many times I heard that fucking word. Over and over and over. Faggot, faggot, faggot. Didn't take long. Couple days. I was worn out. I mean, I'd find myself, I'd go to the bathroom, you know, because you could shut the stall. I'd sit on the toilet and I'd lean against the, the wall and I'd take a little cat nap. And then the drill sergeant come bang and hurry the fuck up. <laughs> I could get out of the stall. But I would be tired as fuck every day. And every morning we'd walk by the men in formation, getting ready for PT. And I hear the men talking as I walk by. You just haven't been fucked right. Don't worry, I could fuck you right. You just haven't had the right dick. I got the right dick for you. I'll rape you straight, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You won't be a faggot when I'm done with you. Every day. Every day. I was in that unit, I was there for about two months, two and a half months, and every fucking day this shit was happening. Every night they had their locks and they were swinging them, don't fall asleep, faggot, don't fall asleep, bitch. And I would find myself getting so tired, ready to go to sleep, that I would, I would pinch myself, pinch, 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 to stay awake. Realized I was pinching the blood out of myself. Pinching the blood out of myself to make sure I didn't fucking fall asleep. Sometimes I'd fall asleep anyways and I'd wake up and snap awake and realize, oh shit, I fell asleep. I wonder if it had been 10 minutes, an hour. I wouldn't even know. Just in and out. Just days, just kind of. Ran together. I was so fucking tired. I mean, it was a mental fuck. You know, a mind fucked. 
But every day I heard the word faggot. And then, and then, my, my favorite part. Yeah, I, I went and I told the drill sergeant, I want to go to JAG. JAG is the legal office, and they legally have to let you go. So they took me to JAG, and I went and I told JAG what the fuck was going on. I told him what happened. And JAG said, I don't have the right to ask you if you're gay. I said, I wasn't going to tell you. He said, did you tell anybody in your unit that you were gay? I said, no. They found a picture. They assumed I was gay. And then they have been threatening me ever since. And he said to me, the lawyer at JAG said to me, the best thing I can tell you to do is suck it up. <laughs> that, was, that was his advice. What the fuck kind of advice is that? What good is it? You have a JAG office that you are allowed to go and seek legal advice if your legal advice is to suck it up. I was pissed. Really fucking pissed off. Really, really pissed. So they send me back. And I get back to this motherfucking place. And another few weeks go by. And Every time it came, like it came time for shower time, they would start shoving me, you know, shoulder into me, ram into me. Fucking faggot, you fucking faggot. Better not shower next to me, you fucking faggot. And you had to carry your shampoo and your conditioner and your soap and all your shit. You had to carry it all in there. And you had to carry it out. So they shoulder into me, shoulder into me, shoulder into me all the fucking time. So one day, the bitch that started it all, my battle buddy, that motherfucking cowardice bitch, she fucking, she shouldered into me. And I dropped all my shit straight in the floor. Shampoo busted everywhere. Fuck you, bitch. And I snatched a hold of that bitch. I got on top of her ass. I was fucking pissed. I was gonna kill her ass. And they ran and they got the drill sergeants. And the drill sergeants got the MPs, which are the military police. Military police snatched me up. And they dragged me by my feet. They dragged me out, out of the room, down the hall, all the way out across the fucking yard, across the gravel, all the way out into the yard. And they tell me not to move. I, I'm sitting there laughing. Like, you, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Tell me, shut up. Don't don't speak. Shut up. Don't don't fucking speak. And I'm just laughing. Like, this is a fucking joke. And then one of them puts his little baton across my fucking chest. You have something to say? Yeah. Yeah, I do. These motherfuckers been harassing me. And I told the drill sergeants they were harassing me. They fucking with me. They threatened to kill me. And you dragged me by my fucking feet across the gravel. You dragged me out by my fucking feet out into the field. And you're sitting here with your fucking baton across my fucking chest. Yeah, I got something to say. You better be careful. You better be fucking careful. And I looked at I was just like, do I 
you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. I was so fucking tired. And I mean, literally, like, figuratively, literatively. I mean, it just... I was so fucking tired in every fucking possible way. That I was just like, fucking... Do whatever the fuck you want to do to me. I don't fucking care at this point. I'm tired as fuck. And they snatch me up. They put my hands behind my back. They put me in this fucking room. I guess it's military holding room. You know? This white room. Got a nice little bench. They just let me sit there. Then they come back and they get me. And they take me back, and they toss me back in the room with these same fucking bitches. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? You just dragged me across the fucking field over these stupid ass whores. And are you gonna put me back in here with one of these motherfuckers? I'm actually gonna kill one of them. I have not had enough sleep. I have not had enough calm, relax. I have not had enough shit. Like, you're going to put me back in there? The fuck ever. You do what you got to do, though. You put me back in here. So the next day, the next day, my uh, commanding officer calls me into his fucking office. And again, I remind you, don't ask, don't tell. That's what it was. That was the era. That was the law. That was the fucking law. And so I get in his office and I'm standing there. And he said, I'm going to ask you a question. I was like, okay. He said, and I don't expect you to lie to me. In fact, you can't lie to me because I've already called your family. You did what? He said, I called your mom, I called your dad, and I called your brother. So I already know the answer. So, well, then ask the fucking question. Are you a faggot? <laughs> I know you did not. I said, you just, <clears throat> you just broke the law. No, 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 no. You broke the law when you called my family. You, you broke the law when you called my dad. You broke the law when you called my mom. You broke the law when you called my brother. And now you broke the law when you asked me if I'm a faggot not if I'm gay, but if I'm a faggot. And you think I'm going to answer you? And he said, you better be careful because I can drop you right here. <laughs> I'm supposed to be scared of some push-ups? The shit I've been through, I'm supposed to be scared of some push-ups? Go ahead. You, you are, man, what the fuck? You are fucked up. You are illegal as fuck. And fucked up. He said, just answer the damn question. Oh, you know what? Whatever. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of I'm tired of these bitches fucking threatening to fucking kill me. I'm tired of them fucking swinging their locks and their socks. Because I swear to God, I'm ready to beat one of them my fucking self. I'm tired of telling the drill sergeants and then I'm doing a fucking thing about shit. I'm tired getting dragged out by the fucking MPs when these motherfuckers are fucking with me. So yeah, yeah, I'm fucking gay. So yeah, there you go. There you have it. Yes. 
And since you already called my fucking dad and you already called my fucking mom and you already called my fucking brother, you already fucking knew that. So why the fuck did you ask me? He said, you better be careful the way you're talking. Why? Why? Why the fuck should I be careful? I'm going to be scared of some push-ups. These bitches are threatening to kill me with locks and socks, and I'm going to be scared of some push-ups. And so he said, don't worry. You'll be out of here soon enough. (laughs) So I was like, all right, whatever. Basically, he's telling me I'm getting kicked out because I'm gay. So I'm getting kicked out because I'm gay when he just literally broke the law to find out I was gay. And these bitches are threatening to kill me when they don't even know I'm for real gay. So I asked to go to Jack again. And I told Jack, this motherfucker broke the law. Federal law. He broke the federal law. Called my mom. He called my dad. He called my brother. And he asked them all if I was gay before he even called me in his office. And then he asked me outright, was I gay? He broke the law. What the fuck can I do about it? Again, Jag tells me, if I were you, I would suck it up and be happy I was going home. Are you, that, are you fucking kidding me? That's, that's your fucking advice. That's your legal fucking advice. He said, look, it's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of time and you'll lose. That's the truth. So, if you want to file, well, we can file. Like, I want to fucking file. I want to fucking file. So you do whatever the fuck you got to do. Write up whatever the fuck you got to write up. Because I want to fucking file. I don't want to play this fucking bullshit anymore. I'm tired of this shit. These bitches threatening to kill me. This motherfucker going to break the law to find out that I'm fucking gay. And then kick me the fuck out the army. And you going to act like, oh, I should just be okay with that. I should just be happy and go home. I'm not fucking happy. I'm not happy because when I got up off that bus, that was my fucking plan. This was this, 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 all of this right here was my fucking plan. This was my job. This was what I wanted. And it's being taken fucking from me. I'm getting fucking robbed from some piece of shit motherfuckers. So yeah, I want to fucking take the steps. You do what the fuck you got to do. Write the fucking shit up. Okay, I'll start the process. And he sent me back. Send me back. I got sent back. Same place. Back with the same bitches. And we had a drill. We had a drill that day. Now this day, this is the day. This is the day where this bitch. Now they've been threatening me with all these fucking locks and socks. And I've been staying awake every fucking night I could possibly stay awake. For damn near two months. And uh. Slow down, bitch. She fucked me up. She fucked me up for real. She she really did. She fucked me up for real. And she did it in broad fucking daylight. I was in what they call chemical core. And we had chem suits and gas masks. And our drill was we we were inside a building and we had to get our 
Kim suits and our gas masks on and sealed in under 60 seconds and get out the fucking building. All that shit in under 60 seconds. So I got my shit on. I got my gas mask on. And I got up from the table to run out the building like we're fucking supposed to. This bitch realized she she was falling behind. She couldn't get her shit on. So she slid her fucking gas mask under my feet and tripped me. Well, the drill, like I said, was to run out the building when you're done. So naturally, I'm not the only person running. There's 15, 20 people but running behind me. So 15, 20 people run over top of me. I don't know. I can't sit and I, I can't tell you that they did it because I'm gay. I can't tell you that they stomped on my back and my feet and my legs knowing that I was on that fucking floor because I'm gay. I can't say that. I can tell you I believe that. I can tell you that every single one of them knew the story. I can tell you every single person that stomped on me knew the story. I I believe that every single one of them that ran over top of me did it because I was gay. Because fuck the faggot. Stomp the faggot. Run over the faggot. And that's what they did. I got trampled on. I got trampled on and I got fucked up. They got me out of the building. And they did a bone scan and x-rays and all this shit. And I had four fractures in both feet. Fractures in both of my fucking shins. Fractures in my left knee. I had fractures down my spine. Multiple fractures down my spine. In fact, one of the fractures in my spine, it was on my C1 and my C2. I had a... Um, it was a pretty bad fracture, and, and so my C1 and my C2 fused together and smashed all the nerves in between those two vertebrae. Um, I now have pinched nerves. I have multiple pinched nerves in various places throughout my spine. I have a bundle of pinched nerves in my sacrum. I... Uh, my fractures in my feet, they don't heal. They, they refracture on a regular basis. It's been 11 years. And I walk on broken feet every day. Every day my feet are broken and I walk on them every day. Um, <laughs> and I got fucked up. I mean, I just got really fucked up. And then they put me in physical therapy. And so this physical therapist, of course, you know, the, the word travels, you know, basically I'm, I'm 
labeled a faggot all over the fucking base at this point. And I'm not going home for being gay anymore. I'm going home medically because I got trampled on and they have to release me medically. Which means I get benefits, which means I get disability. So they're kind of pissed off about it. So they put me in this physical therapy. And they're doing electric shock and they're doing all kinds of shit. And uh, the physical therapist puts me feet up against the wall and he wants me to touch my hand to the opposite side of the wall at the bottom of the floor. Like toe touches basically. Just opposite. I tell him, you know, there's something wrong in in my back. I can't do that. It hurts. You know, there's something wrong back there. And this motherfucker comes over and he grabs me and he shoves me down to where my hand touches the baseboard like he told me. I said, touch the baseboard. That's what he said. When he did it, I hit the floor. I hit the fucking floor. And I couldn't move. I could not move anything from my waist down. I couldn't feel my legs from my waist down. I was in the hospital for three days. And that, that was another mind fuck. <laughs> that was another really, really major mind fuck. Because I was in the hospital for three days. For three days they came in and they rubbed that little tong thing on my legs. And they did the little pen sticks. And they asked me, do you feel this? Do you feel this? Do you feel this? No, I don't feel shit. I don't feel a fucking thing, you son of a bitch. I swear to God, I hate that bastard. You know, I thought for sure that I was going home. From basic fucking training. Like I didn't even make it through basic fucking training. And I was going home in a fucking wheelchair. So I was pissed as fucking hell. I was so fucking mad. And then. On the third day. On the third day the doctor comes in with the tongue. He's sliding that up. And didn't really feel it. I kind of felt it, but I didn't really feel it. And then he did the little needle stick, and I felt it. And I don't like needles. I'm terrified of needles. But I never in my life been so fucking happy to feel a needle in my fucking skin. Never in my life. I mean, I, I was ready to fucking do a cheer, to do something, to do cartwheels, do something. I was so fucking happy. I was screaming and crying. I felt it. I felt it. I felt it. I felt it. I can't even express. I'm bawling my fucking eyes out. Like, I felt it. I felt it. I felt it. You know? And, uh, so they, they get me out of the fucking hospital after, after I get my legs back. And they send me to what they call homebound. And they send me to med board homebound. <coughs> Well, med board and regular homebound, they, they're both on the same place. It's just two different barracks. You got to go to bed in, in two different places. So I'm sitting over there chilling with the people at the regular home, homebound. 
and talking to him or whatever. And so this bitch finds out that I'm gay. And <laughs> she calls me a faggot. I snatched that bitch by her fucking hair. I slammed her to the fucking wall and I punched the wall. I didn't punch her because I was afraid that if I punched her, I was going to kill her. I punched the fucking wall and I was choking her. And I was like, bitch, I swear to God, I'm telling you right fucking now, if you call me a fucking faggot again, I am going to take your fucking face and I'm going to drag it across this motherfucking floor all the way out to that fucking concrete. And then once I get it out there, I'm going to fucking stomp your fucking skull in. I will fucking kill you. I'm not fucking playing with you. I am done being called a motherfucking faggot. No one, and I mean no one, will ever fucking call me a fucking faggot again. By the time they got me off her, this bitch, she, I mean, she had purple, 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 swollen purple marks around her fucking throat. Her face was so fucking red and purple. She probably was going to die if they hadn't got something, somebody in there quick. So they take me over to the fucking hospital. And they take my boots and my shoelaces. No, not my boots. They don't take my boots. They take my shoelaces and my belt. That's what they took from me. And I'm sitting on the side of the bed. And I'm kicking my feet and I'm laughing. I'm laughing at these motherfuckers. <laughs> because I found it so fucking funny. You took my fucking shoelaces and my belt. Now, why the fuck did you take my shoelaces and my belt? Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> and so the, the nurse says, why are you laughing? I said, because you took my shoelaces and my belt. Like, why the fuck did you do that? She says, so that you can't choke anybody. I said, sweetheart, I choked that bitch with my fucking hand. <laughs> and I'm still laughing. I'm laughing my ass off. And I'm rolling. And I looked at her and I said, and I got news for you. I got these BDUs, and I have to wear them. You can't take these from me. Like, I have, these are mandatory. Like, I have to put these on. <laughs> and even if I didn't choke that bitch with my hand, which I did, and I wanted to really strangle somebody, the sleeves of my fucking jacket are long enough to choke the shit out of somebody. <laughs> You gonna take my belt and my shoelaces and you think you're gonna stop me from killing a bitch? <laughs> and then I said, and I got a couple pairs of pants. You think the legs of my pants aren't long enough to strangle a motherfucker? Please come the fuck on. You people are fucking stupid. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. At every one of them. I mean, I just sat there laughing so hard. So they sent me to the psychiatrist. They're like, this bitch is just crazy. They sent me straight to the psychiatrist. 
And the psychiatrist asked me, why did you choke her? I said, because she called me a faggot. Is that a good enough reason? Hell fucking yeah, it's a good enough reason. It's a damn good reason. And I will fucking do it again. Let that bitch call me a faggot. I will do it again. Guarantee you ain't nobody going to get me off of it next time. And so the psychiatrist puts me on four Xanax a day. Four. Four Xanax a day. I was so fucking doped up that I could barely wake up. I was fucked up all day, every day for the rest of the time that I was there. Like This bitch needs to be drugged so that she does not kill someone. And I was, I was drugged. I was fucked up for the rest of the time that I was there. I was only there for a couple more weeks at that point. And they sent me the fuck home. My girlfriend, she says... You laugh about all the shit that you went through with your dad, all the shit that he did, and all the shit that he did to you as a kid, and and everything you've been through. I don't understand why this still bothers you 11 years later. (laughs) I do laugh. I do laugh. I do laugh about the shit that my dad went through did and let me tell you my dad did some crazy crazy fucked up shit real fucked up shit but we laugh about it because in truth I told you before I don't do emotions and it is a matter of laugh or fucking cry Because that shit was so fucked up. Like, like the story I just told you, the story that I just told you, the army story that I just told you, that was an easy story compared to my childhood. Compared to my childhood, compared to the way that I grew up, compared to everything that I experienced as a child, that was easy. That was easy to go through, and that still was a mind fuck, you know, and, and, and it, was, it was fucking hard, and it fucks with me, and it pisses me off, um, and it still gets to me. Uh, so, but I laugh because my dad is still in my life. And to have him in my life, I have to be able to laugh about the shit that he's done to be able to look him in the face, to be able to have him around. And then she says, well, why do you have him around? I tell her I'm broken. I'm broken. I am. I'm broken. I'm broken in different ways than my brother or my sister. My brother and my sister, they're broken too. They're broken. They're they're completely broken, just like I am. I'm I'm a completely fucking broken. And don't get me wrong, I go to my therapist and I work on my shit as much as I possibly can, but I will never not be broken. I will forever be broken. 
So she like, well, it seems like you invite problems. It's, it's not that I invite problems. I have this habit. I have this really bad, bad, fucked up habit of trying to take care of everybody. I've done it my whole life. I mean, I've been taking care of my entire family since I was a fucking child. My mom shot my dad when I was 10 years old. And anytime he needed anything after he got shot, I took care of him. My mom shot herself in the hand because she was drunk trying to load a gun. And all of her aftercare, as far as medical was concerned, I did. I took care of it. I changed the bandages and put the medicine on and put the Q-tips through the hole and twisted the fucking metal pipe that they had in there. It's not a metal pipe, I know, but whatever the fuck it was, I twisted it and I took care of it and I cleaned it. And My sister got a fucking brain infection and I gave her her fucking antibiotic injections in her ass every day for 30 days straight and I have been the person who takes care of every fucking body and that's what I do it's just a, it's a bad habit and when my dad had hip replacement surgery I took care of him when he broke his back I took care of him um, when my mom had double bypass surgery, I took care of her. When she had a thoracotomy, I took care of her. When she had thoracentesis, I took care of her. It is what I do, not what I want to do. And people don't understand that. No one understands that. Everybody's like, well, then don't do it. Well, I can't help it. It's a compulsion, I guess you can say. It's a compulsion. It's a need. It's a, I don't fucking know. Like I said, I'm broken, I'm fucked up, I'm twisted. Um, if you listen to my introduction, I told you I was uh, personality deficient. I guess I should have elaborated a little bit. Um, I have more diagnoses than you could possibly imagine. I mean, that shit reads like a paperback. <laughs> PTSD and uh, manic depression and um, fucking bipolar and rage disorder and blackout disorder and uh, there's there's so many fucking disorders on that motherfucker that is ridiculous. I have a long, long list of fucked up shit. And so when I say I'm broken, I'm fucking broken broken and I go to my therapist and I try to work on these issues and I try to be strong and say fuck this no no I can't do this anymore but I still find myself working on trying to help even if even if I tell them look no I'm, you can't come to my house you can't be in my house you can't fucking do it you can't you just can't I still find myself making phone calls and and trying to make arrangements for somebody else to take care of them and, and give them rides. And, you know, it's, I, it's just a compulsion. So that's who, that's who I am. And so she looks at me and she's like, I'm just trying to understand because you don't talk to me about these things. I don't. 
I don't talk. I don't talk about all of this. I don't talk about any of this. So I'm putting it out here on this fucking podcast. And I'm putting it out here for everyone. Which is insane, really. Because... Hmm... I don't know. I don't know, honestly. I don't know why the fuck. I am... I'm a broken fucking person. And... And, uh... There's no understanding me. There's no fucking understanding me. There's never going to be any understanding me. And when it comes to discussing emotions... And why things still bother me or why things still get to me or why I don't let anybody see that I'm upset and then suddenly I am upset. It's, I don't fucking know why that shit happens. I don't know because I'm, I'm fucked up. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm fucked up, that's why. So there you have it. I don't know what you would call it, a ramble, fucking complaint, a bitch, I don't know what you want to call that. But remember, my name is Jenny, and rambling, bitching, complaining, and addressing issues is my game. If you have anything that you want me to ramble, bitch, complain, or address about, let me know, and I'll be happy to do it. If I find it stupid, I will. I will, bitch about the fact that it is stupid and I will let you know how stupid it is. Other than that, this is it.